Welcome back, everyone. Another week of Taurus Talk here at SG Taurus. I'm your host, Matt LePan. This week, we are talking WriteSoft software and basic HVAC design for manual J's, manual S's, manual D's, something that I think we all know about, but we're going to give you a little different insight into it today. And to do so, we're going to welcome in Alex Meany of Mean HVAC, a WriteSoft trainer. Alex, we're super happy to have you on Taurus Talk. Welcome. Uh, thank you. It's my pleasure to be on here. Thank you for having me. Like I said, today we're talking WriteSoft and WriteSoft training and why learning the WriteSoft software can benefit a dealer out there and who better to learn from than yourself. For folks who don't know you, can you explain to them who you are, what you do, and what your experience in the field is? My name is Alex Meany, and I was the head of training for WriteSoft for 17 years, I think. Uh, so this will make 18 years teaching people how to use the tool. I left WriteSoft at the beginning of this year, but I'm still doing what I do. I still teach people how to use the product, how to do load calculations, uh, select equipment, manual S, uh, manual D, even a little manual ZR and manual T when I got the time. I'm EPIC certified, which means I'm certified to teach people the actual books with the ACCA. I am an ACCA technical advisor. Um, I've helped uh, revise. I sometimes say write, but you know the books are already written. We're just rewriting some of the rules on the manuals. So yeah, pretty pretty well qualified to understand the process of HVAC design. Uh, when you say the field, that's where I have a little gap in my knowledge. I'm a ride along guy. Right? <laughs> I like to get out in the field whenever I can, but I don't like to touch anything. I break everything I touch. So. Uh, I, I ask questions and look at things and, and hand people tools and the whole ducked up while they put in the drives. But uh, that's about it uh, in terms of the in terms of the field stuff. Um, I, I have done a lot of, you know, field assessments of buildings and measurements and uh, calculations. I think I'm certified for blower door testing and duct leakage testing, but not as a ResNet rater because I didn't take all the tests or something. I don't know. I didn't need the certification, but I took the classes. They were fun. Obviously. You know what you're talking about when it comes to WriteSoft software and all the manuals, right? You helped rewrite the book, not write the book, like you said, helped rewrite the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the manual S and we're, we're working on manual D now. Uh, what I really can't wait for is getting my teeth into manual J, but that doesn't come up in the code cycle for a couple of years. So I have to stay active and useful to those folks so that they'll, uh, they'll call on me when that comes around. Now, when we talk about folks learning the WriteSoft software, Mm. One thing I want them to know going into this is we have been working with you here at SG Taurus and we've recently had you in to teach a class full of our dealer partners about the WriteSoft software and how to properly do all of these things. Let's start with why they should learn it because a lot of times folks will say, well, why do I need to have somebody in my office who knows how to do this? I can have a company do well, it. I yeah, can have yeah, this person do it, do it, that person yeah. do it. Why should they have somebody in-house who can do it? Well, I mean, ultimately you're going to be responsible for your work. So you probably want to be responsible for the decisions that you're making about your work, right? You want to understand why it is you're doing what you're doing. The classes I teach aren't just like, this is how you press the buttons in the software. It's a lot of, you know, this is how you tell how much insulation is in a wall and a retrofit job and, you know, stuff like that. So it can really, you know, tie some things together in terms of the, how the building works as a system is what we nerds like to say. You don't rely on turnaround times from uh, outside companies, you know, not getting things in when you need them, right? 
you can do things on your sort of your own schedule. The change process that is ever present in custom home building. Oh, by the way, did we forget to tell you that dot, 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 that will completely mess with your design. You won't have to, uh, again, that turnaround time when you're submitting that or you know, you don't want to bother with that process. So you're going to try to figure out what, what to do and what happens because of all the weird changes they're making. It puts you in the driver's seat. It puts you in control. And also just, it better helps you understand how to connect the dots, right? A, a big thing we actually talked about in the, in the recent class is like bonus rooms and half stories, right? Cape Cod style, you know, second stories. The fact that they're constantly, you know, overheated and, and uncomfortable mostly has to do with insulators right and not hvac guys but we get the blame we, we we get saddled with it and we have to deal with it and so understanding first causes being able to design for them and make uh, allowances for them and make people comfortable and make people happy that's i mean that's the name of the game that's our job it's our job and you know when you look at it and having it in-house like you said you could be working on a project that all of a sudden gets turned on its head, right? Or, you, you know, you could be working on four or five jobs at once and you can't outsource all five at once. Well, if you have one or two people in your building that know how to do this and you have the software, you can work on more of these at the same time. You can yep. get them done quicker. You can turn things around quicker and get to the job quicker, get your mm -hmm. approvals and everything and do more work. That That's another big benefit that I look at. Yep. And it puts you in the driver's seat for something. It's, it's, it's got a, a very specific term, and it also sometimes has a bit of a bad name, uh, but value engineering is what they call, mm -hmm. you know, the process of making smart choices about uh, how you spend your money, how you do your designs, right? So builders are, are you know, tend to be low bid <laughs> kind of people versus uh, uh, value sort of people. And, that, and I know that's different depending on the relationship you have with them and whatever. Uh, but if you're looking to to grow that side of the business, being able to more closely understand and evaluate the choices that you make and what you can do to make the system work and, and be able to tease out different options, right? Like not just, you know, 13 seer, 15 seer, you know, 20 seer, but like literal different options. Like we could try uh, doing this with a mini splitter. We could try doing this with some zoning and some variable speed, blah, blah, blah. By being in the driver's seat, you can try those options out better, more easily, understand what they are and come to the table with those kinds of options and, and really work with your customer's budget. And, and not just in uh, the world of uh, new construction, that stuff applies to retrofit too. You're also bringing value to your company, right? If Oh, big time. If you can turn around and say, I can get this done in-house today, tomorrow, whatever, mm -hmm. as opposed to being like, well, I have to send it out. Hopefully they'll get to me. Hopefully there's not a backlog. I'll get back to you sometime next week. People don't want to hear that. People don't want to hear it. Not only do they not want to hear it, the last couple of years of my employment with uh, Rightsoft and, and MyTech, which is the, the large company that, that bought Rightsoft, uh, I did a lot of work with people who were involved with or who were actually, you know, employed by and, and companies uh, that were production home builders. Um, we don't have a lot of them in New England, uh, so our, your listeners probably uh, aren't too familiar with them. They're the kind of builders that when you fly into, you know, you go to Myrtle Beach for a, for a golf vacation, in the airport you have all these giant billboards mm -hmm. for, you know, houses starting in the 200s or whatever, right? Those guys, the guys who are building those. And uh, they've got a really good bead on 
what the costs and uh, how to profit on, on building a home. And it turns out that for every day between a signed contract and actually getting the check, right? Putting the homeowner in the house, getting a COA and getting the money, every day that you lose costs somewhere between 500 and $1,500. And so when, yeah, it's, it's a lot of money. So when you are the cause of those delays, you know, builders get real annoyed uh, and rightly so. There's a big, big dollar value associated with that. And so one of the things that we're always trying to do with our business is not cut our prices, but increase our value, right? We want to make the money we want to make. Of course we do, right? We're, we're worth it. But we want to be able to demonstrate the value of spending that little bit of extra money and being the guy who never has delays, right? That also comes from being the guy who's well-planned, right? That comes from going out, walking the job and coming back to Rightsoft and designing it right in there specifically for the house they gave you, for the framing, for the, you know, the structural that you're working with and not having to, you know, order new parts or, or plan out a new route because, you know, you did a quick sketch duck system and you showed up and, it, and it's not going to fit where you wanted it to. Uh, so by taking control of that, you can deliver the same quality product faster with fewer delays that that's worth literally thousands of dollars to a builder. And in the retrofit end of things as well, a lot of our folks are, are familiar with doing that. And you have inspectors that are going to require you to do certain things based on mm-hmm. the work that you're doing. If you can go to a house, take these measurements and go back to your office and either do them yourself or hand them to someone who knows exactly what they're doing in the rights off software, you get things done quicker, you get them done more efficiently and, you know, correctly, you get your approvals from inspectors quicker. You're not going to be sitting there waiting for him and he goes, I'm busy. I'll get to you in a week. I'll get to you in two weeks. I'll get Mm -hmm. to you in a month. We've all been there. We've we've all seen it. You, if you can do that and turn that around more quickly and get done right the first time by knowing the software, again, you're adding value because you're the person who's going to be able to get done in the shortest amount of time. Yeah. And, and I know, uh, some of those, some of these guys, and I know for a fact that there are some contractors that they just trust, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the plans come across and they, the, the thing gets submitted, they look at it and they go, oh yeah, I know this guy. He's, he's always got his ducks in a row. You know, they flip through, you know, yep, 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 yep. Here you go. Done. Right. Whereas somebody else who either is constantly using third party stuff or, you know, from people they don't recognize or, or whatever the case, they tend to, you know, set it aside, go through it with a fine tooth comb, right? You want to be the guy that they know, oh, this will be quick so that they can just jump on it, go through it, send it to you. I also know some inspectors that are very rigorous about, nope, it's, we, we go in order here and, you know, you're, you're in the back of the line, but yeah, there's a definite uh, amount of that happening toward the retrofit side. As much as I, uh, appreciate that the permitting process is important and the role of doing a load calculation or a manual S equipment selection or duct design uh, should play in that. Rightsoft's a lot more than a permit getter. Back, uh, I don't know, about 10 years ago, maybe a little more at this point, we paid for a portion of a, of a market research uh, study. And they found that contractors who uh, did load calculations and used computerized tools had a much higher closing rate, double digit higher closing rate. Uh, and back 10 something, you know, 10 plus years ago, we're closing for about $1,500 more per sale. 
The act of being the guy who understands the building and can demonstrate that understanding in front of a customer greatly increases not only your chance of closing the sale, but the number of dollars you can ask for in that sale because you've demonstrated your expertise, right? My class is not strictly speaking a sales class, but the skills you learn in that class, if you bring them to bear in your sales process, you will see significant results, right? The guy who's measuring things, a story I've told on other podcasts, I went to a very large HVAC uh, contractor, uh, the kind that they have down south that, you know, covers a three state area mm -hmm. kind of a thing mm -hmm. and taught, you know, 20, 25 of their salespeople how to do load calculations. And at the end of that class, uh, the sales manager stepped in and taught everybody how to fake the numbers. Oh, and boy. yeah, I really felt icky uh, as part of that process. I was not a big fan. It spawned something that I like to call, or it caused me to coin the term load calculation theater. But I use that story to prove that even people who don't believe, don't, don't care about the load calculation at all, take the time to learn it because of how it can help them sell, mm -hmm. right? Like those guys have figured out how to print money down there and they've discovered that even just looking like the guy who, look, who does the load calculation is gonna improve their sales. So they went out of the way to do that. My take is if you're gonna pretend to do it, you might as well do it. <laughs> you're going to take the time to do this. Might as well try to understand it and see how it can work for you. I'm not one of these guys, by the way, who's like, you know, you got to put everything in here per code and you got to, you know, and when the thing comes out and says, uh, you know, two tons and they have a three ton and the three ton isn't keeping up, it doesn't matter. You should put a two ton in. Like, I'm not stupid. Uh, we talk about what to do when that happens because it probably isn't a two ton that you need, you know, garbage in, garbage out. When something disagrees with your experience, you, you figure out why. But having the tools to figure out why can, again, can make you that expert, can, you know, you can make somebody comfortable in ways that you couldn't before. And that's going to increase your referral base. It's, I mean, it's just literally just good for every aspect of your business. We've talked about it a ton here on the podcast. Ever since people got locked in their homes for however long they were locked in their homes, mm -hmm. they became a more informed and more Picky. It's more aware. I, maybe, yeah, maybe, picky is not the word, but aware. We'll use aware. But they demand a certain level of service and knowledge when you're doing something in their home because they became so hyper aware of everything that was around them. So if you can go to a person and have the calculation and say, I know through this software that's used nationwide that you need X, Y, Z, A, B, C. If mm -hmm. we add this, boom, 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 it changes you know, the calculation to this, if you give them numbers, like Alex said, they're going to be more willing to close on maybe a higher end type of system or something that they didn't get a quote on from somebody else because you're coming to them with evidence, with numbers, with mm -hmm. science behind it. You are bringing them more knowledge and allowing them to make a more informed decision that just boosts the trust with the person. And like Alex said, you're closing more. And that's the name of the game. Yep. And, and because I'm a nerd, I'm one to split hairs. So my apologies, but it's, it's not even so much about the numbers. I, as a matter of fact, I have a rule. If you haven't closed the sale, they don't get the paperwork, right? Okay. That is, we're not coming, we're not coming to them with numbers. That's we're coming to them with expertise, right? And that, like and it. that's the, 
you're going to demonstrate your expertise. You, you know a big reason why homeowners have become a lot more picky or a lot more uh, attuned to, um, you know, aware of the comfort levels in their home? It has a lot to do with cooling. Even in our climate, which is not a cooling-dominated climate, uh, it has a lot to do with cooling because during the day, the sun moves through the sky and really shifts where the hot part of the house is, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You really didn't have to suffer through that except on weekends. And on weekends, you, you didn't have to be in a certain part of the house. You didn't have to do a thing. Um, you could subconsciously sort of move your way through the comfortable parts of your house. You really could. And once you got stuck in the, in the, in the room that you made your home office and you sat there all day, the three hours of the day where it's uncomfortable, you were very aware of mm -hmm. it, right? And when you can understand what the problem is and propose a solution to that problem by measuring things, this is <laughs> measure things and write them down and use tools in front of homeowners. There you go. Measure things and use a laser tape measure. They think it's a miracle device where <laughs> they've been around for 20 years and, we've, and we're not impressed with them anymore, but they are. And, you know, write them down. I don't need you to even crack the laptop out while you're at the kitchen table. Although emailing them information, giving them a nice, you know, professional non-handwritten proposal. These are things that will also increase your your, your sales close rate and uh, and dollars. Uh, but just demonstrating your expertise, right? You're always trying to answer the question, why should I buy from you when you're more money? Because you should be more money, yep. right? You do not want to be the cheap guy on the job. So why should I buy from you when you're going to cost more? And the answer is because I know what I'm doing. Right, because I paid attention, because I I looked at the things in your home and I tried to solve problems. I didn't just go look at the box, write some things down, sit down and hard sell you. You know, I tell people to bring up a, a you know a printed report for somebody else's house so you can do that presentation before you you know you incorporate the numbers sort of in the sales process. But it, again, it's not it's not about the the documentation of the paperwork. It's about the process mm -hmm. of actually collecting the information and and they know you're going to do something with it. Most of them aren't going to care about the actual reports. They're going to care that you were the one who did their due diligence. Yeah, I like it. I, I really like that philosophy. And again, this is why you want to learn from Alex. He's the best. And Alex, we've covered some of, of the value proposition of it. A lot of people are going to now listen to this and go, well, what am I going to learn? What are, you know, high level overview? Mm -hmm. Because obviously yeah. there's a lot of detail that goes into to how you schedule the courses. But what are some of the high level things that they'll learn? And how does somebody find your schedule and where you're going to be. So you can go to my website. It's it's meanhvac.com. And if you want to uh, see where the live events are, there's a link on the homepage, obviously. But it's meanhvac.com slash events if you're the type of person to type in the full URL. Uh, and we were, before this uh, episode here, we were talking about sort of setting it up so that there's always another class on the horizon mm -hmm. uh, with Taurus. That's that's my goal, and uh, I think it's going to be an achievable thing so that you'll always be able to to catch me somewhere. When they come to the class, they're going to learn uh, how to set up the software and make it easier to use, right? And in that process, we learn all about the little, you know, technical things that go into the calculations, like why you choose this and why you do that and why the this is required but maybe dumb and here's how you get around that, you know, stuff like that. Uh, then we learn the basics of how to use the tool. It's it's a drawing interface. It is for beginners. This class, right? Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've from day one of my job, I realized that you know you didn't get into the world of HBAC because of how much you love computers, <laughs> um, and I and I also realized that just because you don't know how to use a computer doesn't mean you're dumb, 
right? Um, which is which is something actually some people in the technical world have trouble with. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I we used to bring in uh, new tech support people, uh, and the first the first thing we would tell that we ask them is, do you know how to fix your furnace? All right. Well, remember that when you're talking to people <laughs> who don't know how to who don't know how to open a file on their computer, right? But it it is taught at a very basic level. I've I've taught a lot of um, office managers and uh, as well as guys who've turned on their computer for the very first time that day. Uh, so we go through it pretty methodically. Um, although I, I got to say, it's probably not quite to that level anymore. Uh, you don't see a whole lot of that, but still very basic stuff. We go through the load calculation process. We talk about how to do plan review, how to use uh, like plan, like actual plans, PDF files and CAD files from a builder that they can send you. So you can bring it in and just trace it. You don't need a scale ruler anymore. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, so we go through that. We go through the process of equipment selection. Uh, we and, and I show people how to use uh, actual, the, the comfort site tools for determining the real performance of a system. When SEER 2 comes around, right? I don't know when you're listening to this, but when you start looking up AHRI capacities in 2023, you know how, you know, three tons was never quite 36,000 BTUs? Yeah, three tons is going to be probably around the range of 30,000 BTUs. Right. Um, we're going to lose a ton of capacity. And the reason for that is AHRI rates their equipment with their thumb on the scale. They rate their equipment with an 80 degree return air temperature and a 67 degree wet bulb. So we talk about that and how to neutralize that, right? That, by the way, it explains a fair amount of why people don't trust load calcs, right? You come out with a load that's 25,000 sensible BTUs and uh, and 4,000 latent BTUs. That's barely, like, that is the most you can expect to get out of your average three-ton system, right? But that looks like the software is saying it's a two and a half, right? It looks like that those numbers are wrong. And so we talk about that and we use, you know, your actual tools, not just write soft. Then we come back to the software and we do a duct design. And before we even, you know, use the software for duct design, I do a whole presentation on understanding the manual D process because it's very different from what they taught or what they likely taught you, right? I didn't go to your trade school, but I've paid for a couple of duct design classes in this area. And I know the first thing they show you is the duculator. And the second thing they show you is the magic number you're supposed to find. Well, no, that's not actually how that works. Not quite. <laughs> uh, you, you, it, it is how it works in commercial, which is why we teach everybody that. Uh, it, for a very large section of the HVAC industry, that's how you design. The reason, by the way, and I'm, I know this isn't supposed to get too technical, but this is what you get when you ask me to talk. Um, I'm going to get nerdy real fast. In commercial, you, you're, you're really designing for the blower. Right. You you say, look, I'm going to make my ducts this size. What does that mean for my blower? Let's find a motor. Let's find some police, you know, configurations or whatever that makes it work. Residential. This is your blower. It maybe has a few speeds. You have to make that work. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's that's about finding the duct size, not telling the duct size. And uh, so we go through and, and, and try to understand that process better before we actually use the tool to do it, which is using the tool is the easy part uh, for, for duct design anyway. Load calc's a little trickier, but understanding why the hell you're doing it and how to troubleshoot it when it doesn't work, that's the big stuff. And so that's, and that, and that takes you to the end of our class and that, you know, we, we end with the duct design. And uh, when you walk away, when, if you go to web, my website, meanhvac.com, there's uh, this, this link at the top of the page. It says the HVAC Design Academy. Uh, I can't be everywhere at once. That was always the problem back in the day. Uh, I racked up a million miles and still people were like, when are you coming? When are you coming? When are you coming? And I, I just can't be everywhere. 
So I set up um, a video tutorial training that is better than your average video tutorial training. At least I think so. I, um, I am the guy who recorded it, so who knows? Uh, but I, I built a whole studio here uh, with, a, with a green screen. I could pull it down and show you the cool toys, but uh, essentially there's a face on the screen. This, I mean, it's my ugly face, so sorry about that, but uh, <laughs> you get what you, what you, what you get. Um, there's a, but there's a face on the screen the whole time. So when the mouse stops moving, there's still something to look at, right? When, when somebody is explaining the thing to you uh, and it, it, it breaks down and it follows the process that we follow in class but it adds all of the things I wish I could have added to the class because I only get two days with, with people. And so the, there's a little bit more material there. Uh, and anybody comes to the class gets access to that for 60 days for free. So you come to the class, you take the class, you absorb a lot of information. You go back, you start to use the tool and you go, oh shoot, what the, how does that work again? Uh, and you can just go online and watch the video that shows how to do it. <laughs> or at least that's the plan. Uh, and and I've been getting really really good response. I mean, I'm uh, this is really early on in this little experiment I'm running, uh, but so far I'm getting a lot of people saying it's it's been the the thing that put them over the hump. Uh, so so that's what we go over. That's uh, and the support tools that uh, that that I provide after the fact to to help you continue to use the tool. Um, by the way, after after 60 days, it's 30 bucks a month if you want to continue to have access to it and and me and whatever else. Uh, but the uh, the way we set it up is you use the little coupon code I give you and you cancel the subscription immediately and you never get charged and you get your 60 <laughs> days for free. So uh, and I don't mind telling people that it's it's not um, I'm not trying to bleed people dry with a with a subscription. I'm trying to create a situation that um, there is enough money coming in that when people ask me a question, I don't ask them for money first. Yep. Right. My yep. goal my goal is to be able to take a phone call and be like, oh yeah, just click that thing and hang up and that's it, right? Not, oh, uh, you know, uh, we can set up a consulting session for blah, blah, you know, like not, you know, if you ask me a big question that needs one-on-one -on -one interaction, it's gonna take us two hours. Yeah, I'll ask you to set something up and pay, but if you get a simple question, I wanted to be able to answer it. Um, and so the website is there to do that. And then my email address, my phone number, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm your guy, uh, you know, as long as we keep it reasonable and, um, you know, you don't expect me to be there answering the phone the second you call because I'm also teaching a lot of classes, right? So the turnaround time isn't super fast, but I like to be a helpful person. If I can get paid for that, that's awesome. That's that's what I want to do. He's Alex Meany. MeanHVAC.com is the website. Make sure to go check it out and stay tuned to your emails. We're going to have more classes coming up with Alex here with SG Tours. We loved having him here. We're having him back very soon. And we know that if you take this class, you're going to learn a lot about the RightSot software, bring some value back to your company, to yourself, close some more jobs, and everybody's going to be made whole with that, and everybody's going to be nice and happy at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I want to thank all of you out there for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. If you can find a podcast, you can find us. Just search Taurus Talk. Following on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn using the hashtag Taurus Talk. And as always, catch all of our podcasts right on our website, sgtourist.com backslash tourist podcast, or click on the podcast icon on our mobile app. One thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Tourist Talk.